Hey. Welcome back to another Kiowa episode of the motherfucking Mega Late Show. Yo, that's right. Yo, uh, a couple weeks back or a couple months back, whenever this comes out, we had the phenomenal opportunity to talk to the talented, creative, and phenomenal producer, Mark DeClivelo, multi-instrumentalist, piano prodigy. Uh, yeah, we we, uh, we caught him for maybe like 10 minutes or something like that. Very quick. Just a quick interview. You know but, how we do at Speakeasy. Like, we've been live streaming Speakeasy, number one vibe out, excuse me, number one vibe out party in Tokyo. And uh, right. we, we're lucky to get these, you know, quick interviews with the guest DJs. So, you know, about 10, 15 minutes worth. Yeah, you know, we didn't want to take too much of his time. He was out for most of the speakeasy, came back towards about the last hour and was uh, interacting with all the people who were there. Just a really phenomenal, nice guy. And uh, he, he granted us the opportunity to record with him for a little bit and talk to him a little bit about uh, his introduce, uh, introduction to music, some of his inspirations, uh, how he gets started. And also he told us that he was really down with our guy, John Robinson, yeah, little side from uh, Signs of Shout Life. Shout out to John Robinson. Uh, Shout check out him to Elo Kush. Check them out on episode like 13 or something Shout like that. Shout out to Budamon. You can definitely find that. But uh, Mark DeClivelo definitely killed Speakeasy in, in a very vicious manner. Yo, he was supposed to end his set at 10 o'clock. When I looked at my watch, 1024. Still going. Middle fingers up. That is the Mark of a true musician. No rules, man. I really, really enjoyed chopping up with him. Uh, again, do your Googles. This is him playing in the background. Like, figure it out. Yo, imagine this live, man. When the drums just come in. Yeah. Everything is just being triggered. He's not playing anything. Uh, you know, he's not DJing. He's really orchestrating, putting all these things together. So definitely check out Fuck Mark it, we'll do it live. And before we go, we want to give a shout out to our guy, Cal Combs, at calcombs.com, where you can go ahead and get yourself a 25% discount on any of his clothing, apparel, or music there if you enter in the special promo code. Mega Late Show. No spaces. Your friendly neighborhood rapper, Cal Combs, and this is the Mega Late Check Show. Check out Cal Combs, man. He's going to have a lot more new music coming together. Check out uh, Mark DeClivelo, especially his church album, which he told everybody to check out. Check out our newest episode with Phonics is out. Uh, all of our other episodes are mad ill. Only perfect guests. The incredible guest list keeps growing. Mark DeClivelow, Speak Easy, November, Mega Late Show. Long drop. Yo, we out here, man. Yo, we miss all of our friends. Come see us soon. Peace. Mega is very handsome. This is not information. Uh, you can have a sit over here, man. Headset. You ready to go late? Uh, yes. All right, Joe, welcome back. We are at Speakeasy Live November, and we are here with the legendary Mark DeClivelo, the multi-instrumentalist musician, producer, DJ, record spinner, all-around great guy. This is the first time that I've ever had the opportunity to speak to him, but I have been a fan for quite a while. Uh, he is a phenomenal producer who has worked with over you've had over 200 projects things that you've done with people working with artists such as like lauren hill as well as 
Yo, John Robinson, is that John Robinson from Science of Life? Yes. Oh, wow. Yo. Sai. That's hey. my dude, man. Yo, we just had we him had on the him show on the uh, a couple weeks ago. He just got married last week. Yeah, congratulations yeah. to hey, Lil Sai, man. To He's John definitely. Robinson. You know what, JR? If, if, if I want an MC to tell a story, like for real, that's the cat. Like. Criminally underrated, it's man. Like totally. Criminally yeah. underrated. Yeah, very phenomenal. Special, phenomenal. Very special. Uh, also, also to talk more about our guy John Robinson. He's just a phenomenal MC with incredible mic presence. Oh yeah. We, he came out here to perform and the music went out. Right. Just decided to freestyle oh, for he five minutes care. and killed it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's also, my thing, one of man. the nicest dudes, man. Yes. How did you meet? Uh, how did you meet Lil Sai? Jr. Um, man, how did we meet? I. It could have been. Well, I can't pinpoint it, but it could have been when I lived in London. Okay. I was running with the Broken Beat kind of crew, IG Culture and 4Hero and that. And he had a connection with them. Um, it may have been when I came out to LA before I moved here and I was playing shows and got to know the Sound and Color guys and people like that. Carlos Nino and that crew. I mean, JR and I, we have so many threads that connect right. us. So. It's hard to pinpoint the exact time. Yeah. Straight up. Hey, but that's great. You know, mind detect mind. And a lot of these people exactly, who are super bro. talented come together. So it doesn't surprise me that you've worked with him. Um, and and uh, for our listeners who are not familiar with uh, Mark DeClivelo, he is a uh, you're you're halfu, right? Half yeah. Japanese, half yep. uh, half Kiwi. Kiwi. Oh, word. Yep, half Straight. New Zealand, half Japanese. Did you grow up here in Japan, or? Um, I grew up mostly in New Zealand, but I did high school here, and I I came here like every year for summer holidays. Have a lot of relatives here and stuff. And you can Straight. speak and Nihongo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, my my dad actually he he moved here for three months, and he left twenty years later. <laughs> Straight so, up. Hey, the same thing happened to me. I came right. here to visit for my 90 days, <laughs> and then like I've been here for six years almost. It, it's a tale as old as time. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. He, he's an OG. He did that in 1953. Wow! Oh, wow! Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. Jeez. So, yeah, so, so uh, you've been you've been in the music industry since like at least 20 years now. Since, since the get go, yeah. Yeah, and, and I'm sure that's been quite a journey for you. Uh, if you were to tell somebody that was to listen to your music for the first time, what project would you point them towards? I mean, right now I'd probably point them towards my record Church, um, which is, it's an amalgamation of me as a jazz musician and me as a beat maker and me as a club music lover. Straight. It's like, it's the record I always wanted to make, but it took me a long time to be ready to make it. And that came out in 2014? Yeah, about that. Okay. Yeah, right. if you say so. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm doing. I'm, I'm trying to make sure I have my facts right, so I have your Wikipedia page up right now. Oh, checking that yeah. out. Well, don't, don't believe that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we don't like to do fake news on the Mega Late Show, but yeah, I mean, we are a hip hop podcast, but I see that you um, obviously you have connections with the hip hop community, and uh, and although yeah, you're, man. would you say you're a jazz musician? I'm yes, at my heart, that's what it is, and even like the way, you know, the way I do the solo live set, like tonight. No, I'm, I'm creating everything on the fly. If you press play on my rig, nothing is there. Right. And that's, that's I was going to ask you that. Wow. You that's the jazz thing up here. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the whole vibe of like, it's improvising in the moment and creating in the moment. And whether it's house music or hip hop or whatever it might be, some, yeah. some broken beat, it's all jazz. Yeah, and yeah. like to me, Indeed. High, at high school, like native tongues, and you know, that was jazz. Right. And I see that I, I see that you've uh, you've reworked a lot of uh, the music from that era, a lot of the jazzy type of Illa J, maybe uh, JD type of beats. Yeah, man, I, mean, that I, mean, I, I love Dilla, Mini Ripperton. Uh, yep, all that. Know? I mean, it's it's classic music, and it yeah. really all that people like Dilla and Pete Rock and Primo, and they all brought like they showed us a template of how to marry music and beats. Yeah, and I feel like I mean I feel like that's kind of being lost at the moment. Yeah. 
but that is something which I really resonate with a lot. And then Cassel, I work with like you know Wajid on his Platinum Pipe Pipers project, or DJ Spinner. Shout out to DJ Spinner, Kenny Dope, you know people like that. They you know, they're all about that. They're yeah, all about yeah, the boom yeah. bap, but they're all about the musicality. Well, you know, uh, I was introduced to jazz music through hip hop. I remember the first time that go, I yeah. I heard like a. Uh, 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 when I heard the actual song that was being sampled, right? Like, what? Like, like Tom Scott or something? Like you know, it's like Yo, amazing you, to me. Can so. you speak on what you just said about the Janet Jackson song? Like, oh yeah, I mean, we, earlier tonight, I forget what DJ was playing, but they were playing like it was like a, it was a Joni Mitchell sample, right? And it was, uh, it was, you know, uh, it was a beat that uh, Dilla had put together, but didn't get the credit for the, uh-huh. the "Got Till It's Gone" right. the Janet yeah. Jackson song. Right. And you know, the, that was one of the first. You know, I'm 34 years old, so that was one of the first songs that I was like. What is this? Why is this what? such a perfect beat? Yeah. And, and hip hop music really introduced me to jazz. And mm-hmm. through that, you know, I, I have like, you know, Thelonious albums and Dave Brubeck and uh, some pretty, I used to have some pretty nice Sun Ra, First Prince, right. you know what I mean? Right. Things of that nature. So uh, as far as your musical influences, uh, I know that jazz is obviously a big component. Where did you pick that up from? I'm from like, your parents? Or? I, I grew up playing piano from like age four. And, you know, there was always jazz around. My aspiration was to be an acoustic jazz piano player in New York playing with Art Blakey and Betty Carter like people oh, who have died but were alive right. when I was younger mm-hmm. and um, it was just it was the music that did it for me like I, yeah. I felt like I could get any emotion from it whether it was some fusion shit some real free jazz some some bebop some swing whatever it might be it covered the whole spectrum for me and then there was a moment where I mean I kind of colloquials colloquials colloquially colloquially Colloquially, it's a hard word to say. We, we won't give you flack for Straight it. I mean, you're a multilinguist. It's like I, you know, I was a jazz head and then I tripped over a drum machine on my way to the dance floor. <laughs> and the rest was history. And that's kind of what happened. Like, I, I went to London actually chasing a, chasing a girl and then I fell in with this whole amazing community, the West London Broken Beat Crew. And they were like blending hip hop, house, funk jungle like everything yeah with a very new school forward kind of way of looking at it and i was there as a keyboard player primarily so i was was doing keyboard sessions but then i saw these guys like rocking the sp1200 or the mpc and they were making beats having no knowledge of you know music right but making the most ill shit and that that was life-changing oh sp12 i mean what year was this? I mean, that's it's 19, hard to get 1998. that. Wow. Okay. I mean, yeah. still, still a little bit after, you know, they were making those. I think yeah. they had already I mean, stopped that, making that, those. That was, that was a 1200 yeah. by then. Yeah. But you know, the, and that and that has what like a like five two second sample banks on it or something. Probably like six that? or something, but yeah. it's not, not much. And that's the thing now. Kids make music and they can sample for 59 yeah. hours. Right. Right. The whole track. Right. And yeah. multi-track. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> but that whole thing of only having a little bit of sample time. You know, it's like the SP. Yeah. It's like you got to be very specific about what you sample, and you got to be take care. You know. Right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, so in terms of your music now, uh, I know you're you're doing a lot of things, but what, tell us a little bit about your creative process. My creative process is very open. It's like I, I like to channel shit. What 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 you know, what what is your when you go into the studio? What's the first piece of equipment you usually touch? Um, the piano. Sticking to the roots. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, uh, sometimes I'll go in and start on on drums and just knock up a beat. Mm-hmm. But really, if something is musical, then you can play it on a piano or a guitar. Yeah. yeah. So if I'm writing music, I'm quite happy to start there, and then everything else is is production. It's like it's icing. Right. You know, I, the the drum machine is, in musician speak, 
It's a fancy metronome. Yeah. It's nothing more than Indeed. a very funky metronome. Very funky. But it's obviously necessary, and we, we, we want to hear drums, and it's part of the sonic we relate to, and the dancers relate to. But usually the musical idea doesn't stem from the drums. Exactly. I mean, if, yeah, you, if, you, took, if you took this Michael Jackson joint and you stripped off the drums, you stripped off the voice. Yeah. Kanye would love that, but... Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you still got the... It's still the same song, right? Right, right. That's the beauty of it for me. Yeah. Wonderful, man. And so, um, where are you living now? I live in L.A. Yeah, I've been there like nine years. And um, it's... I'm, I'm happy there, man. Are, are you involved... I mean, obviously you're involved with the music community out there. Uh, yeah. What about other jazz cats like Kamasi Washington and yep. Thundercat? Do you, yeah, do I, you uh, I, know those guys and play with them? Yeah, I, I mean, we all know each other pretty much. It's a pretty close-knit community. Kamasi and I play together a lot. Um, we also toured in Harvey Mason's band together. Oh, wow. And then Kamasi played my uh, my party church quite a few times. Miguel Atwood Ferguson, I work with him a lot. And then there are older cats like uh, Dwight Tribble, amazing singer. I mean, we all pretty much chop and change and kind of share in the music. Sure. Yeah. And, and in terms of your relationship with Japan, um, how often do you make it back here? Brooklyn Terry was telling us he's been trying to get you out for like three years. <laughs> I've not been here in the last three years, but yeah. it's not with him. Not, not for the <laughs> show, not for the show. But yeah, I, I'm trying to be here more and more, and the older I get, the more important my Japan connection is. You know, it's like, it's something which in LA, you know, there's a, there's a big JA community, but it's American, it's not right. Japanese. So I get into that, but I really, it's really important to me to be here. So the more I'm here, the better. Man, well, we really hope to check you out when you come back. I know you have to leave and get uh, get on the keys over here and, and rip shit up. Uh, but I also want to let people know that your newest album, Live at the Blue Well, just came out this year. Yep. And uh, phenomenal, phenomenal producer and generally nice guy. He's been nice. I almost didn't know it was him because like, I, I went <laughs> up and talked to Sarasa and Terry, and then he's just like, hey, how you doing? I'm Mark. And yep. I'm like, oh, me too. I'm Mark as well. Like, oh, but he's Mark DeClivelo. I'm just a silly mega. Megadeth. Yeah, yeah. Megadeth. Yo, not, not the two that are on the horn, but yo, the people who are in the vicinity of Speakeasy are just the coolest people, yeah. man. It's a cool crew, Sarasa man. and yeah. Terry bring yeah. around the dope. I'm blessed just to be a part of this, yeah. man. I mean, Terry and I did a party in L.A. for a crew called Open House like amazing dancer crew and that was one of the illest parties I've ever been to in L actually anywhere and Terry was a big part of that he just yeah. smashed the Great shit guy, out of yeah. us yeah. yeah beautiful well, well Mark um, uh, thank you for thank you for talking to us thank for you, a couple man. minutes and hopefully uh, when you come back maybe we can get you on another time yeah for sure and, and check out your shows uh, we're looking forward to seeing you tonight where Absolutely. can people find your music or where should we look you up at I'm super easy to find online you just like type my name in but if you can't remember it then mdcl.tv is the, the hub Bad. sorry could you say that one more time mdcl which are my initials dot tv straight yeah. up yeah Yo, thanks a lot Mark man thank you guys have a great set we're looking forward to it man kill All it right. show man be good cheers bro Thank you so much. Really appreciate it, man. Make a play. <laughs>